You're listening to Agents of Humanity. Presented by the Nicholas Center. The podcast that features conversations about being human. Hosted by individuals who just happen to be on the autism spectrum. Produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. Welcome to Agents of Humanity, presented by the Nicholas Center and produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. New episodes will be available every two weeks on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Join us for each episode as our hosts, who just happen to be on the autism spectrum, talk about everyday life as a human. Sometimes we'll interview very special people, and sometimes we will have conversations between us. In the end, we'll always ask the question, how do you make the world a better place? And become your own agent of humanity! Welcome to Agents of Humanity! Uh, I'm Robert. I'm Tomas. I'm Tara. I'm Jason. And our guest today is... Gina Stiletti. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello. It's great to be here, Gina. Hello. I wish I was there in person. Yeah. It's all right. Next time. Next time. Yes, yes. Well, it's great to have you on, Gina. Um, Yeah, it's good um, to be here for Assembly Woman. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yes. Assembly Woman, Gina. Yes. All right, first question, how do you make your pesto? Did you say, how do I make my pesto? Oh, I was not prepared. I make it with love. (laughs) I make it with love and lots and lots of basil. And olive oil and garlic and Parmigiano and a little bit of butter. You mix it all together and it's perfection. I'll have to come over and teach you guys. What else do you make it with? What else do I make? Um, I mean, at home, I, you know, when I have time, I love to cook. Uh, my mother was an excellent cook and I used to sit in the kitchen and watch her and uh, learn the best I could. And now I, you know, cook for my family when I have the time. Um, you know, obviously Sunday sauce is a, you know, a fan favorite, but a lot of times it's just quick meals during the week. Um, but that's okay too. We asked our guests, how do you make the world a better place? Oh, my goodness. Well, so first of all, when I first came to this job, I didn't really, um, you know, understand um, how impactful what we did was. Um, You know, I knew it was, you know, you would make laws, you go to Albany and and you meet with people. But it's... um, the things that we do every day is really uh, changing people's lives, um, you know, and hopefully, obviously, in a, in a meaningful and positive way. Um, I've met with hundreds and hundreds of people just today. I'm I'm here in Albany. This is my Albany office. Um, just today, twenty one thousand people are coming to the Capitol to uh, talk to their representatives about things that are important to them and things that would change their lives. 
Um, so, for example, we have a bunch of healthcare workers here, um, and they're going to be advocating for, uh, you know, better wages for their staff and working conditions. And that's meaningful change and things that will probably not only change their lives, but the people that they serve, um, you know, probably including, uh, you know, some of the folks that are listening uh, here today. Uh, so um, it's, you know, it's pretty remarkable what we do. And I, I had an understanding of it before I started, but I didn't really, really appreciate it until I got here. Um, how, 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 how would you introduce yourself in your own words and how would you sure. describe what you do, Mrs. Assembly Woman? Oh, sure. So um, I probably should have said this at the beginning, but you guys introduced me so well. My name is Gina Salitti. Uh, I am the New York State Assemblywoman uh, for District 16. Um, and I represent, by the way, there's 150 assembly members throughout New York State. Um, I represent the 16th Assembly District. And the 16th Assembly District is uh, Port Washington, uh, Great Neck, uh, Manhasset. Uh, New High Park, the Herrick School District, a little bit of Albertson, a little bit of Roslyn. Um, and it's an incredible place to live. And I'm so proud um, and humbled to represent uh, this community. Um, I've been in this position probably for about two and a half years uh, or two years and a few months. We're not quite at the halfway point yet. Um, and I just completed my first term. I'm starting my second term. And um, what do I do here? Um, well, you know, a lot of it, you know, part of the year from January to June, I'm here in Albany. I come up every week. Um, this week I'm here four days. I came, well, five, came up on Sunday. I'm coming home Thursday night and then I'm home Friday, Saturday, and then I'm back on Sunday. So a lot of time away from the family. Um, but it's, like I said, it's very meaningful and important work. Uh, so during that time, when we're in session, January to June, we, uh, we pass legislation, we pass bills, a lot of it having to do with healthcare and education, but you know, it spans the gamut of everything in between. And then the second half of the year, which is really special to me, is I'm home in the district, I get to come visit you guys, which I've done before, uh, and I get to you know really be present and people, you know, it's very important to me to be accessible. And the best way I can do that is actually physically being home and being there. Uh, so that second half of the year is uh uh, is pretty important to me. And we, you know, we meet with constituents from everything from, you know, pothole, uh, street lights, you know, to, um, you know, we just met, I met with some doctors from the district right before coming on here. And they had some concerns in the budget. They were constituents from Port Washington. And so we talked about it and see like things that we can do, uh, you know, in that part of the budget that would be better beneficial to them. So, you know, it really kind of, um, you know, spans the whole uh, gamut of things that that we do here, but um, it's it's really it's really um, it's a really special place, and it's a really incredible job. I I consider myself very lucky. Thank you for the question. Yes, thank you for 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 uh, your answer. Um, I yeah, I would like to um, um also um. Point, 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 point out at the Nicholas Center. We we uh, have op opportunities for people with disabilities, obviously. So I'm wondering, what type of job opportunities have you created 
for individuals with disabilities? Do you have any bills that will benefit in, in, in individuals with disabilities? So one thing that I, and what I'm learning in this job is that I don't know a lot <laughs> and that I'm always learning something new. And when I came to the Nicholas Center a few months ago, um, the the uh, learning uh, process for job training that you guys do is so incredible. And, you know, not only the Nicholas Center, but I have other, you know, uh, uh, facilities in my district um, to deal with, you know, various needs of individuals. And I really wish people knew more about what happens in my district and the incredible things that happen at the Nicholas Center. I think that part of my job is to be, you know, an advocate for you. Um, and one of the things I, I would love to do is spread the word of the good work that happens in my district, not only, you know, from you guys, but, you know, Viscardi and Helen Keller. Um, but, you know, the on-the-job training, the things that you guys do there, I was so impressed with. And I had, I literally had no idea. And uh, I'm just, I'm a better person for having met all of you and learning what you do. Um, here in Albany, we do have um, a, a committee that, uh, we have a committee for all different things, for health, for local governments, but we have one for um, people with disabilities. I personally am not on that committee, um, but they are, uh, they do incredibly, incredible good work. They are chaired by um, a woman named Rebecca Seawright. She's new to the position. Uh, prior to that, it was a guy named Tom Abenanti who um, himself, um, you know, had a child with autism. And and uh, he was an incredible advocate, and Rebecca is certainly going to be an incredible advocate, and they're doing really great work um, for the community. And I look forward to seeing what they produce uh, and bills that come out of that committee that I could be supportive of. Very, 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 very interesting. Uh -huh. uh, um, we actually do some, something here. We actually... Yeah, yeah. Although we're disabled, we still get back to, to the community. We do a yes. port provides program, which we grow vegetables in our gardens in the back sometimes, and we give out those vegetables to 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 like the needy, to like Pantero, mm -hmm. to like the needy mm -hmm. of our community. So, 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 so uh, I'm just wondering uh, your opinion, Indian, Indian on programs similar to that that help feed. You know, hung, hungry New Yorkers. So, um, well, actually, a couple of things. Well, one, um, I love Plant Row. I'm so glad that you guys are doing that. We have so many great mm -hmm. um, organizations in Port Washington that do, mm -hmm. uh, you know, this kind of work. You know, of course, Our Lady of Fatima and, and you know, are constantly giving back, you know, in this community in Port Washington. But there's, um, there's needs certainly across the district. Obviously, we live in a very nice place. Um, that doesn't mean that there aren't people that um, need help from time to time or, you know, some kind of more permanent uh, help. And what my office has done, you know, in small ways, but every year we do a uh, food drive at the end of the year. I use the uh -oh. resources of my office um, to. Uh, How that happen? Yeah, sure, please. How long have you been an assembly woman? Oh, sure. So, um, 
so I've been in office. Um, mm -hmm. I just finished my first term and uh, wow. starting in January, I started my second term. So I've been two years and about three months. Um, but one of the things cool. just going, yeah, really quick going back to, um, you know, hungry kids, the assembly is pushing forward um, some funding to do universal school meals. Um, mm -hmm. And basically uh, during the pandemic, the federal government paid for that and kids didn't have to pay for food. Um, and the state wants to now come in and make sure that no kids go hungry during the school day. Um, and I'm very supportive of that plan and the funding for it. Um, that's indeed very, very, very good. Do you plan on running for a federal office position? Oh, so <laughs> Ooh, <hard> questions. <laughs> um, so I love my job. Um, so at this time, no. Um, but you know, never say never. Um, mm. you know, I never, you know, I never thought I would run for this office. You know, I never thought I would be an elected official. I just thought I would work, you know, in government and public service. Um, you know, that's how I spent my career prior to becoming elected official. And then the opportunity presented itself. Um, and, you know, here we are, right? Talking to you guys and here I am in Albany. Um, but I really, really love what I do. I love, I, I don't mind traveling, you know, the three plus hours to get here. And um, I, it's, I really believe I'm, I'm, I'm here for a reason and for a purpose. And so I'm fine just where I am. Sweet. Um, so, uh, so, uh, we, we of course live in Port Washington and we love what Port Washington is as, as a town. And we were wondering what are your goals as, as a family woman for Port Washington specifically as you represent the town? Oh, so that's a really great question. So in Albany, a lot of the things that we do are statewide, you know, initiatives, but I get to um, try to propose things that I think would be, you know, sort of beneficial to Port Washington. We live by the water, right? You guys are, you know, right across the street from the water. So the policies that we put in place to mitigate climate change is it will directly benefit Port Washington or the money that I'm able to bring home for infrastructure, uh, you know, for our roads. Um, you know, I have uh, Northern Boulevard should be repaved. Hopefully in the next couple of months, the project will start. Um, but, you know, money for uh, water, money for infrastructure, um, you know, money coming back really is a big part of what I can do at the state level and, and passing legislation that I think would be, you know, beneficial to Port Washington and supporting organizations like the Nicholas Center who are, you know, supporting you guys and making sure that you are, you know, able to be part of society and, you know, part of this community and live here and stay here and work here because you, you know, like me, love it here as well. Yeah, have that's, you that, ever that's worked, a very good answer. Have you ever worked with any president in the past? Um, Like of the United States? Yes. Oh, so um, I have worked with, when I worked with the town of North Hempstead, um, we certainly got to work with members of, um, you know, the president's administration on various 
projects. I've met um, two two presidents um, uh, and just not personally by myself, but I, you know, took pictures and shook hands um, with uh, Joe Biden before he was president and Bill Clinton after he was president. And both were incredibly cool experiences. Yes, I was was very lucky to be in both those such. It was one of those things, right place at the right time. I was like on the aisle and he was walking (laughs) down, you know, that kind of thing. It wasn't, you know, anything, you know, because, you know, I was just at a book uh, event for when Joe Biden was doing his book tour. And I just happened to be at the aisle seat and he happened to walk by me and I happened to shake his hand. So that was that was pretty cool. Yep. That had nothing to do with my position. I was there, you know, with friends. Oh, (laughs) yep. Yep. Um, So, yeah, no, I don't. you know, I haven't had the opportunity uh, in my new position, uh, uh-huh. you know, to work um, with uh, anybody in the Biden administration. But certainly we work with the federal government. Um, we have an incredible uh, senator, Chuck Schumer, who has come to Port mm. Washington multiple times. And he is a big advocate for Long Island. And I've met him and worked with him and his staff on many, many occasions. Interesting. Yeah. Who do you work close with when trying to make changes? So we have a really great um, Long Island delegation of uh, people that are incredibly smart, who have been in office longer than me. Um, I am I am probably the newest member um, of the Long Island delegation, and. Uh, a lot of folks have been, you know, fighting the good fight for many years, and they are the people probably I work with the most um, because of their, you know, wealth of knowledge. Uh, certainly, our um, local governments chair, Fred Thiel, um, he is out on the East End. He represents the first district. Remember, at the beginning, I said there was 150 assembly districts. He's number one. He's the first. He represents uh, areas of the Hamptons. But Long Island is made up of a bunch of local governments, right? We have a ton of villages. We have a bunch of towns, you know, counties, et cetera. So, um, you know, he has been a great resource, as is many of my colleagues on Long Island. So I would say I work with them and collaborate with them the most on things, um, because if we're all working together, you know, on the same issues, then, you know, it, it's more powerful Uh, for us and for, you know, the people that we serve. Thank you Um, for the question. Okay. Um, What is your favorite thing being Assemblywoman? It's the people part of it. Um, Like I enjoy coming up to Albany and, you know, there's, you know, the events and things. um, But, uh, you know, I'm I'm a people person. Uh, my husband always jokes with me. He's he is happy to just you know sit sit in the house and uh, you know um, and I'm the literal exact opposite. Um, so the best part of my job is um, is the um, is the meeting of the people and going to uh, events in my district. And when I came and visit visited you all at the Nicholas Center, those are um, and then also. Um, finding a problem um, or meeting a constituent, you know, I mentioned before, you know, I have a lot of, you know, accessibility and, you know, constituent contact and 
taking uh, you know, an issue or a problem and trying to work with the constituent to fix it and resolve it, um, it's probably the more meaningful and productive parts of my day. Uh, sometimes in Albany, things tend to drag on and bills drag on for years sometimes. But when I can have like tangible results for people, um, I find that incredibly rewarding and I enjoy that. I enjoy the visiting and I enjoy the constituent work, probably, probably the best. So as a minority community, as, as a member, member of the disability community, I appreciate members who help fight for equality and help fight for anti-discrimination legislation against our community. So in your own words, how are you how, 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 how helping not just our community, but other minority communities as well? No, that's a really, really, really great and profound question. Thank you for asking it. So yeah. for me, part of the most important thing, and I mentioned it to you, to you all before, is, um, you know, I am certainly not a member of the minority community, right? And um, I need to understand your needs um, and where you all are coming from. And the more I learn and meet with you and we have, um, you know, things like this, like we're doing here today, um, I can better advocate for you. Um, and I think New York is moving in a really good direction as far as, you know, you know, being a more, you know, inclusive, acceptive uh, state where, you know, everybody is coming from the same playing field and giving the same opportunities as I was given, you know, in my life. Um, you know, I'm the granddaughter of immigrants um, and my parents worked very, very hard. My father was a mechanic. My mom uh, was stay at home mom, but they worked very hard. So I was able to be given this opportunity, um, you know, to go into public service. Um, you know, my father served in the Marine Corps. Uh, so service was very important to our family. And, um, but um, I, I think the biggest part of my job here and is being a good listener and learning all that I can. And what you guys are doing here today, um, and honestly, the work of the Nicholas Center in general is so important to my advocacy for you and other marginalized groups uh, in New York. Um, so I thank you for what you do, um, for teaching me to become a better uh, person and elected official. We will be right back. This is George, Fred, and Jason, the co-leaders of Speak, interrupting to say that we hope you're enjoying this episode, but please make sure to check out our new show, The Speak Podcast, another great show produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. New episodes available every two weeks on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Each Speak Talk is about six to ten minutes in length, and the talks are given in storytelling format. There are three key moments in each Speak Talk. The moment of truth, the moment of transformation, and the moment of impact. We host pop-up events all over the world, and now we're bringing our talks to your device. 
Join us on the Speak Podcast as our speakers step onto the stage and into the spotlight with impactful ideas and stories. We'll let you get back to the show you were listening to, another great podcast from Launchpad 516 Studios. You're listening to Agents of Humanity, presented by the Nicholas Center and produced by Launchpad 516 Studio. What have you been working on in Albany, New York? Just in general. Um, so right now, um, right now, things are very, very crazy in Albany. So mm-hmm. right now we are in um, the budget process. So what does that mean? What does the budget process mean? So um, every uh, April mm-hmm. 1st, the New York state budget is due. Oh, yeah. And it's many hundreds nice. of millions, billions of dollars. Billions. Huh. Billions with a B. And um, and so right now we're in the negotiation part of the budget, and this is where we set out our priorities for things that we care about. Before I was talking about money for the district, I've certainly yes, asked money. for a lot of things for the district. Um, so that's that's what's happening right now. Right now, what I'm advocating wow. for is making sure that Long Island is taken care of in this budget and our needs and priorities. Or being met, mm-hmm. but also, you know, being a little oh, selfish and making sure oh, my district gets what they need. And greedy. Huh. Yeah. But very I good question. Uh what is Women's History Month? Oh, so Women's History Month. I actually uh I recorded something um probably about a week ago for Women's History Month. And um during Women's History Month, we talk about, you know, historic women who have sort of paved the way. Um for you know, people like me to be in office. I mean, not that long ago, this this whole chamber was all men, right? Very, very few yes. women were in this business, and now the assembly is so close, so close, nearly 50-50, If you could believe it, women and men. But um, one of the things I talked about um, for Women's History Month, I talked about my mom. Um, she, as I had mentioned, was a stay-at-home mom. She never went to school. Uh, college, graduated, you know, high school, got married. Um, My dad got sick when I was really young. And uh, she decided she was going to go back to school, go to community college so she could get her education because she wanted to make sure she'd be able to take care of me. And uh, my father, uh, so anyway, so she went to community college. I was little. Um, I would sit in the back of the classroom while she got her education And um, my father, unfortunately, had passed away when I was little, but my mom had this really great education and she was able to, you know, take care of me. And she went into the travel business because that's what she loved to do. And that's what she went to school for. And she just always instilled in me that if you get a good education, um, you know, however it may be, whether it's community college or BOCES um, or whatever, whatever to better your life um you you could go anywhere and um and so i took that with me forever and uh and she is she was my woman's history um hero were some big impacts you've made in port washington and other communities um so good question uh i guess hmm 
I can point to one thing. Um, well, there's probably a few. I, I would hope I've made some kind of impact. But one thing that's sort of still in flux, but, uh, you know, we talked about the budget and I'll explain in a minute. Um, in September of 2021, we had that terrible rainstorm. Do you guys remember um, Hurricane uh, Ida I, came in? Yeah. I think I remember that. Uh, yeah, it was a ton of rain. Um, so we had so much damage. Um, people's homes were destroyed, uh, and in, you know, in Port Washington specifically, cause that's what you asked about. Um, we had, people had, you know, water in their homes, water in their basements. Um, and then in Manor Haven, where I live, we had mudslides, we had mudslides, you know, from the cliffs that covered people's homes and backyards. So all that being said, FEMA came in, they tried to help folks as best as they can, but FEMA only covered so much. It was not even close to what the people need. So I advocated in the assembly for additional funding to create some kind of IDA relief fund so that folks could get some money to help with the bills uh, in the damage that they've had. And so at the end of the day, um, I was able to get $40 million, four zero, 40 million in last wow. budget that went to Hurricane item, Ida victims. It's um, It was federal money that kind of came into the state and then the state allocated for this. So with federal money, there's all kinds of rules and regulations. So we haven't even started the program yet. Um, and this was passed last April, if you could believe it, or a year later. Mm -hmm. um, you know, unfortunately, the wheels of government turn very slowly, my friends. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's a program that we were able to get with um, with funding uh, that I pushed for um, for my constituents. So that's probably one of the bigger things. But on the smaller side, you know, I had mentioned before about, um, you know, smaller things in our district, you know, tree removals, um, potholes, repaving, you know, those mm -hmm. are, you know, quality of life things that are important to my constituents. Um, so for anywhere from big Ida, $40 million projects to, you know, small things like, you know, tree trimming and, and working with the town, uh, if it's a town uh, facility, which usually it is, or a town uh, jurisdictional. But um, yeah, those are probably one of the more, you know, and then just the day-to-day -day stuff. You know, I mentioned before, you know, the constituent outreach. Um, it's, uh, I hope that we are making a big impact um, just by being accessible and a, and a place, a resource that people can go to when they have a problem. And even if it's not a state problem, I always tell people, call my office. If you don't know, we'll point you in the right direction and uh, try to find the best person to take care of your problem. Um, you know, like a one-stop shop. Thank you for your question. So one of the things that actually we, we, we now do a program called Port Provides, uh, which, which uh, provides uh, like laundry, laundry detergent, um, um, dish soap, uh, deodorant to people who can't really afford it, um, like, 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 yes, yeah, like cleaning items. So, is there any bill in the government that plans to expand? Uh, so basically, we started the program because food stamps does not cover those items. Yeah. So, is there any plan to expand at least the state program for food stamps where, 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 where it could cover those items now? <laughs> Oh, wow. That is a really, really, really good question. And for the first time, I think you guys have stumped me. Um, I am not. So thank you. 
Uh, I'm not aware um, of any legislation. It doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. There are 10,000 bills that get introduced every year in the New York State Assembly, if you could believe it, which is an insane number to me. Um, but 10,000 bills, um, we only vote on a few hundred of them. So many, um, you know, if it's not brought to my attention, then I don't know about it. But here we are, you guys brought it to my attention. So I promise I will look and see if there's anything and I will let you, I will report back and let you know. Yes, to expand food stamps, yes. You got yes. it. I will uh -huh. look into it and report back. What changes would you like to see in the world? Oh, uh, wow. Oh my gosh. People to be kind. Um, yeah. I, I, I wish, you know, there's, I don't know if it's social media. I don't know if it's yeah, like I, divisive I, rhetoric. Um, yeah. I just, I try myself to always be kind to people I'm, when I pass them on the street, when I, you yeah. know, when I'm on the, you know, when we're talking here, um, mm -hmm. on social media, everywhere. Um, I miss uh -huh. the, I miss the kindness. I would like to bring kindness back. The good um, and I try, like I said, you know, we're obviously there's terrible political rhetoric. I certainly see it in my job. Um, you yeah. know, politics have really divided yeah, no us. And I think that has led to people being unkind. I work with everybody. Yeah, I don't care true. who you are. I work with everybody. If you want to help yes. my constituents, you want to help Long Island, let's be uh -huh. friends. Um, sure. And so I, I don't, um, you know, I try to just be, you know, just, it's so simple. It takes so much energy to be hateful and it takes no energy to just mm. smile and be nice. Um, and so I, that's mm. what I try to do. Just try to, just try to be kind. I love that question. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Is it been an assemblywoman your only job? So my um, right now it is my only job. Um, I um, I don't have any other work. Uh, I just do this. But before I became assembly person, yes, I did have a job. Um, I had a couple of jobs. Um, it had always been in uh, local government, like my adult jobs. Obviously, you know, oh. I worked at McDonald's, and I, you know, you did wow. odd jobs here and there. I worked at a telephone company at one point in college. Mm. Um, in Georgia, I had, I went to the university of Georgia. Um, but you know, my adult jobs have been, have been in, in government. I worked for the Nassau County legislature for many years. Uh, then I worked for the town of North Hempstead, uh, for, uh, five years. And then I worked at the Nassau County board of elections, um, for five years. And, uh, and that was the job that I had before I was elected. Uh, in this mm -hmm. position. So I've had, um, I started in, uh, it's been almost 20 years um, in local, in local government, uh, specifically government positions, uh, which is pretty incredible. I didn't think uh, when I first got that job at the legislature that, you know, this would be my, my life, but I immediately fell in love with it. And here we are all, all these years later, um, so yeah, so, but right now I don't have any other job, but this one, it's 100% a full-time, full-time job, oh. seven days a week. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. <laughs> yeah, mm. I loved, I did, I love working at McDonald's. I did it all through high school. Uh, you know, a lot of my friends worked there. So it was, it was a fun job to have. Um, so yeah, that was, oh my gosh, bazillion years ago. You ever go to McDonald's? Oh, I do. It's my comfort food. Not that often though, because you know it packs on packs on the pounds. But um, uh, I um, yeah. Now I've 
here and there, you know, when you got to get something in a rush, but we don't have McDonald's by us. Uh, you know, we only, we only have Burger King in Port Washington, which is fine. Um, but yes, I've, I've gone to McDonald's since. Okay. Um, so what would you like to see for the future of politics? Oh, well, probably going back to that being kind conversation that we had before, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's so interesting when I talk to my colleagues on the other side of the aisle, we have so much more in common then we have differences. You know, there's a few things here and there that we don't agree on, and that's fine. You know, we can't, I don't agree with everybody on anything, certainly with my colleagues, you know, I don't agree with on everything, but there's so much more that, you know, that we are together on. And wouldn't it be great if we could just all advocate together for the same thing, mm -hmm. which unfortunately doesn't always happen. And then a lot of times too, which is also very bothersome, is taking very simple, um, policy things and making it political for really no reason um, and instilling fear in people. So I try not to get involved in any of that. So sometimes people are like, Gina, why aren't you speaking out? And I'm just like, I'm trying to fix the problem rather than get involved in the, in the nasty, you know, political rhetoric. So that's what I, you know, kind of do in this job. I, you know, keep moving forward, trying to, you know, do things the best that I can but again, going back to the conversation we had about, um, you know, kindness and uh, and just not trying to scare people all the time and being like, this is what we're trying to do for you. Let's all work together. Strengthen numbers. We can get this done if we can work together. And, um, you know, that's what I would like to see. And I think me by leading as, a, as, as an example, um, you know, maybe others will follow. Be like, hey, you look at Gina. She's not getting involved in all the nonsense. Let's be more like her. You never know, right? So that's, you know, I try to stay on that path as much as I can, of course. Yes, sorry. What I can help with, is, what I care about is how, is how, is how like there's people that are like, they're like, can be like some, can be very racist. And I really, yeah, yeah like I so really the thing don't. Is, yeah, like you know, I think that like, people. You can try to like, to like tell them we're all equal like yeah regardless of the skin color like yep it's you know education too you know we talked about that yeah before. education that's true i think the more that people understand each other's yeah. cultures again yes. you discover we are way more alike than we're different um true. you know that's i mentioned true. i'm italian yeah, I like to cook and family, but you know yes. what? So do Chinese people and Korean people. True. They're all about cooking and family and gatherings. We are literally so much more alike than we're different. And, mm -hmm. um, but if we, you know, share each other's cultures more and, you know, just being more open and, and you know, learning and bringing some of that curriculum into the schools, learning about each other's cultures and history, we would be all, gosh, we'd be in such a better place. And... Finally, uh, for me at least, uh, what are the goals for the future of your political career? What do you hope will happen in the future for your political career? Uh, so as of right now, I, I, I would love to stay in this job for as long as the voters will have me. Um, I really, really do like it. Um, you know, the, the traveling, you know, being right now, I'm in Albany so much, I really miss 
my husband. Um, and I miss being home. I miss Port Washington. You know, I came home last week and I uh, came home Thursday night and the sun was setting and there was, it was so beautiful on the bay. I took a picture and it was like, it was like uh, the bay was welcoming me home. Um, but, uh, you know, aside from that, um, you know, missing home, I, I love it here. And like I said, I, you know, as long as the voters, you know, keep having me and I keep doing my job for them. Um, you know, I want to stay here as long as, as long as I can. Uh, and that, that's my, that's my political goal. People have, of course, asked, you know, if I would be interested in running for other things, you know, you had mentioned Congress and other positions again, never know where life takes you, but right now I'm very happy where I am. And I hope to stay here for many years to come. So uh, anyway, thank you for coming thank on. Come, coming on, Agents of Mandy. It was a play. It was a pleasure. Ple 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 play. Pleasure. Pleasure. Ha ha happy you, Mrs. Assemblywoman. Pleasure was all mine. Pleasure was all mine. Being on the show, Gina. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having us. Agents of Mandy. I love this so much. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. You're welcome. And now it's time for the agents to dive in with Conversations of Humanity. So today we're going to have a conversation about the role of government in society and what it is, what its functions are, I guess, what we want its functions to do. Okay. So I guess um, I want government to protect um, people who are viewed as lesser by society. I want, yeah. I want um, equality in society, obviously. Um, I want um, disabled people to be well represented in society. Um, I I feel that I feel that elected uh, yeah, officials have 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 a duty to help disabled people within with with housing, food insecurity, um, financial management in some cases. If I was a politician, I would make sure that um, the in, in, in individuals who live in society are protected by 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 the laws we follow. Um, to make sure that no one class of people has um, has a uh, benefit o o over other classes of people. In in short, I want equality among all genders, among all races, among all. Yeah, among all countries that we are, um, what do you think is the most important thing for a government to do? If I were a politician, I would help the people by working together, cooperate, mm -hmm. and we could live in harmony. What is important to you, Tomas? What's important for me is that is that they need to be. If I was like like president or anything else, I would probably just just like look carefully at at like good at like uh and try to be careful about what I what the choices I make like. I would probably like just try to let people be eat, be people let them be like regardless of who they of of what race religion or anything else. What is you what would you do for if you were like present present or like or anything um if i was president i'll make everything better make the world a better place to live in 
make rules that people need to follow or something like that. What's important to me is people should treat each other like respectfully and use not no slur words. Like nice absolutely, words. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely agreed. Yeah. Yeah, I do agree. Like, I agree with you too, Tara. Like I don't want like any fighting or criminals on the streets doing absolutely nothing. Hmm. Okay. Life is hard on the streets, folks. It's no lie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Sad but true. Overall, I think that. Oh yeah. Uh. That, that like people that like they need to be people deserve to be what they who they are like regardless of what of what of what of of like regardless of what they like of what they look like what their skin color is what their race or anything else is yeah anything else robert all in all, I'm very sad. I'm very satisfied with the conversation we had, and I'm very sad with with Gina's facility, and I'm very satisfied with what you all just said. Well, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm discrimination is one of the worst things a person can do, and I'm very grateful that my father works to combat discrimination in society. Well, he's a businessman. Yeah. Well, yep. yeah, well, I mean, he's not just a businessman. He helps people gain the most out of work they possibly can. He helps anyone. So, so, so if anyone is discriminated against because of their race, gender, because of who they love, then he helps them out, and he helps them out. Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah. See you next time, Andrew's Humanity. See, See you next time. time. <laughs> yeah. Catch you on the flip side. Catch All right, side. bye, guys. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Agents of Humanity is produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. Executive produced by George Andriopoulos. Our theme song, The Neverless Sea Preservative, is by Bonnie Grace. Music and sound effects licensed through Epidemic Sound. Agents of Humanity is hosted with Podbean. This podcast is presented by the Nicholas Center, a human services agency that's revolutionizing the way autistic people learn, live, and work. Make sure to subscribe to this feed wherever podcasts are available and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts while you're at it. Follow the Nicholas Center at the Nicholas Center on Facebook, at Nicholas Center on Instagram, and at Nicholas-Center on LinkedIn. Visit our website, tncnewyork.org, for more information, upcoming events, or to donate. Please make sure to follow all the great podcasts produced by Lunchpad 516 Studios.